Hey dorks, just a quick message reminding you to head over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast and give us a follow. We live stream when we record our new podcast episodes and we're live streaming video game sessions on Saturday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time. We're playing super rad stuff like Among Us, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Jackbox Games, and Tabletop Simulator. Come hang out and play along with us. That's twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast. Mind Gap Podcast. Everybody, welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And so excited because this week we have a very special guest. Uh, you know him as a Twitch streamer. You know him as the leader, the 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 the, the guiding force behind the Positive Thoughts community. Please welcome Forcell18. Welcome aboard. <laughs> How are you, man? Good, good. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate of course. It. I'm so excited to have you here. Uh, it's at the risk of sounding creepy. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> if that's always how good conversations start, <laughs> right? At, at the risk of sounding creepy. Uh, when we when we really started leaning into Twitch once the pandemic started, I just started like watching Twitch streamers. You were one of the streams that came up, really just sort of hopped in, enjoyed you and the community. Everyone was so so kind and so welcoming. And I was just like... I like this. This is the first place that I actually, the stream that I came back to regularly to sort of like hang out and just see what was going on. And it was just a really cool experience. So this is a really good nice. moment oh, yeah. for me to, to have you on here. So, so happy to have you here. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. appreciate the support. Appreciate of course. In. For sure. <clears throat> I'm glad to be on here. That's so cool. Well, we got a couple things we just want to get out of the way real quick. We'll do some housekeeping and then we'll get to the good stuff. So first things first, if you all don't know, uh, you can follow MindGap Podcast. You can listen to us on Spotify. We're at other places, but in particular, check us out on Spotify. We exist there. You should listen to all of our episodes. Uh, secondly, uh, join our Discord server. Come hang out with our community. We're small but mighty. We're a bunch of nerds. We're a bunch of dorks. We play games together. Come join our Discord. You can check it out on our Twitch uh, page, or if you're hanging out in the chat, uh, Nightbot will tell you how to do that. Super easy. Uh, also, we moved our merch home to Redbubble because fuck Teespring. Am I right? I'm sorry. Absolutely. They rebranded they re to Spring like anyone gives a shit. What? Um, and <laughs> sorry, sorry, I don't like Teespring. They were... I didn't hear hear that yeah we got an email it's like we're, we're new now we're spring it's like thanks you still suck um but we, <laughs> <laughs> we we moved our shit over to redbubble so go check out redbubble uh check out look for mind gap podcast on there we've got a lot of great stuff we got a couple of designs up there uh go check that out you know cover yourself with some wonderful articles of clothing and get yourself a coffee cup whatever you want support the podcast enjoy yourselves we appreciate it. And last but not least, uh, we also stream every Saturday night at 8 p.m. Central. We do a video game night. Uh, typically, it's just uh, community-based sort of fun stuff. Um, although this Saturday, Justin, do you know what's oh. this Saturday? Do you know what we're doing this Saturday? Oh, I think I know. That's right. We're going back into the dungeons for Dungeons and Dragons, the fantasy board game, starring our very own Justin, who's going to be joining the stream as an elven wizard. 
We've also got Eric, who's going to be coming back as a Josen, our cleric. We've got Sam coming up back as Regdar, the warrior. And of course, our Australian uh, halfling rogue, Lida, Jared, will be there. So, so excited. We're going to do, I think we're in Adventure 7 now, which is super yeah. exciting. So, we really can't wait to see how you guys handle that one. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, check us out this Saturday, 8 p.m. Central at twitch.tv slash podcast. Uh, special shout out to other folks there in the chat. Kit Kat Marie, hello. Mindy Marcus, hello. Thank you so much for joining us. It's great to have you here. And that being said, for sale. Yes. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Let's talk about you. And honestly, actually, at the top of the show, we'll do this again on the back end. Let's talk about, uh, promote your stream, promote all your stuff. Where can people find you? What, what, what are you up to? Let people know what's going on and where they can find you. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I stream on Twitch Wednesday through Saturday. Uh, pretty much every day is completely different. Wednesday is like a variety day. So I've played through everything from Detroit Become Human to Life is Strange series, all kinds of stuff on that day. Thursdays, we do the talk show called Collective Thoughts, where it's a sex positive talk show. We talk about anything and everything related to sex, dating and relationships openly and honestly with a group of people to do half men half women half lgbt half straight so you get all different perspectives covering the topics that we discuss and then uh fridays we do jackbox and then memes youtube videos and tiktok videos and then saturday we do multiplayer games um outside of that you can find me on pretty much any social media platform under either for sale 18 or for sale 1818 if it was already taken <laughs> um, <laughs> My main one right now is TikTok. TikTok has taken over my life. Has it? <laughs> what do you like about TikTok? Um, the it is super easy to grow on and get noticed on. Um, so I started on there in November, and I'm already at like 80k followers. Wow! Holy shit! Well, yeah. sir, I mean, you must be putting out that grade aid content, man. That's awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> but then, then like making the content on TikTok, I can then repurpose that content for Instagram, Twitter, all the other stuff. Heck, I I, I saw a uh, TikTok someone made said, if you're not posting your TikToks to YouTube Shorts, you're also missing out. Oh, I need to get on that as well. Everyone seems to be, everyone seems to be jumping my life. this. <laughs> oh, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Yeah. I mean everyone seems to be jumping on the short uh, the short video. It's interesting that Vine mm -hmm. went under but the concept still exists right. and now even more, you know, uh bigger than it ever was it seems. Yeah. Just, yeah, I don't understand what Vine didn't have that these other ones. Well, I guess maybe it's just because 6 seconds was too long or uh too short to really get like maybe Probably. like TikTok found that sweet spot. I don't know. How long are TikTok? Are they are they up to like a minute? Is that what um, they are? So yeah, you can do up to a minute. They're experimenting with three minutes. It's not fully rolled out. It's still like testing that kind of stuff phase. But right now it's like anything up to a minute. But the shorter they are, the better it is because the algorithm looks for view time. Gotcha. So ah, if got your yeah, if your videos get viewed all the way through, then it's more likely to get pushed out to more people. Gotcha. Like, we experimented with vine when it first came out and my problem with those apps is i can never come up with what i feel like is quality short form content like that's that's condensed enough and still interesting like how do you go about the process it it's endlessly fascinating to me 
people who are finding success on these platforms? Like, how do you go about coming up with the content for I, for a one minute interesting video? Um. So I started out with I looked up some art. So I, I'm sure you all have heard of the website Lifehacker. Yes, I believe okay. I've heard of it. I've, yes. I've religiously read that website for Lord knows how many years. Uh, I've I've probably can credit most of my knowledge back to life hacker because they have so many useful articles on there but i just looked up a couple of like uh sex articles to make sure like i had the correct information that kind of stuff so then i summarized the info and then put it out in video format to start with uh and honestly like looking back i'm like god these are fucking horrible these are these are so cheesy but it worked like it worked it, it at least started the the ball rolling the process and then i started getting like questions that i could reply to and give me more video ideas and stuff so it you just gotta start you just yeah. have to start that's yeah. gotta help though like when you have when you've got people replying back to you and feeding you questions like that's an then you've got an engaged fan base mm -hmm. who is yeah feeding you the prompts for like then it's just a snowball to your point after that so that's that that the hard part is starting and just getting this first yep. few cranked out. It is. <laughs> I think it what I really is. like about TikTok is just the ability to sort of collaborate with people and people can see your, your thing and then add to it, which is how we've got the sea shanty, you know, oh, God, which is, this is just all of a sudden people adding on to that song. I'm like, this is amazing. Like, this is so cool that people can do that and do the duets mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So cool. It is pretty sweet. The I've, I, I've seen duets where they take, um, <laughs> Like someone complained, like, don't do a duet if you're not adding anything to it. So <laughs> it was just a chain of people adding to it where they're just like standing there with like an object going off screen and somebody else would finish that object off screen <laughs> and then put their body and then someone else. Like it was just a constant chain of that. And I'm <laughs> genius. Uh. <laughs> That's that's the stuff that I love where people are like, all right, well, we'll uh, we'll just keep this going. Who wants to take on the next part of this? This is amazing. That's so cool. <laughs> the Internet awesome. at its finest. Exactly. Mm -hmm. at, its, at its very finest. Um, so I, I really want to uh, um, just uh, also, you know, again, you mentioned the uh, positive thoughts uh, sex form that you have on Thursdays. Um, just really, I think it's a really cool um, thing that you're doing and putting together. Because um, the the phrase sex positive has a weird vibe with me because I knew someone who said they were sex positive and they were just creepy. And um, he was in the improv world <laughs> in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And uh, his he was just, I think, more sexually aggressive. And um, he actually wrote an article in the Huffington Post as he was leaving Chicago and going to New York about how he's just slamming the community, being like... You know, everyone's so uptight and yada, yada, yada. There was a lot of blowback on him for that. Uh, him telling stories about, you know, just... And I, I watched it happen, like, on stage and things. Like, he would just do weird things. Like, two characters would be at a, at a funeral, and his contribution to the scene was he would come in and, and, like, fuck a corpse. And it's just like, all right, that's cool. Um, you know, that's... so So, so... Exactly. When, when, I, when I hear... When I hear, in general, dudes be like, yeah, I'm sex positive. I'm like, mm, okay. So you're just horny? Is that what you're telling me? But I mean, uh, yeah. But, <laughs> which again, like, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. But as long as it's constructive, right? You know, in a way that's yeah. also, you know, 
not <laughs> off-putting to other people. And so, like, when, exactly. um, you know, I, I, I've seen a couple of your forums and, and things like that in your community in general, um, I just find it very refreshing to see people who are just open, honest about who they are, what they're doing, um, and then just having these kind of dialogues about sexuality, I think, is incredibly important. And I guess, you know, for me, my question is, like, how did you come up with this idea for this forum? Like, what drove you to do that? And, you know, what's 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 kind of like the, the genesis behind all that? Um, I mean, honestly, so I started on Twitch and thinking, like, I play a lot of video games. I'll just start streaming and uh, started streaming. And then I was like, OK, I suck at this, so I need to figure out how to get better at it. So started figuring out how to improve and then improve to a point where I was like, okay, I need like show like something to re like revolve everything around almost. So started looking around and saw that like talk shows and discussion panels, and that kind of stuff were doing well on Twitch. So I was like, okay, how can I put my own twist on this? Um, I mean, I had gotten out of a long-term uh relationship that was open i had learned a lot during that time plus like before that growing up i've always been interested in sex and like learning about sex i grew up with cosmopolitan magazine men's health magazine reading all about it uh any any time i could get my hands on something and learn more about it i did so like reading books like the uh the ethical slut open more than two all that kind of stuff was very eye-opening so i figured okay why not do a talk show centered around talking about like sex and dating and relationships and stuff um so started it out tried it out and uh it's like i started it for fun I, I literally started it for fun because I was like, I know a lot about this. Sex sells. I'm not stupid. So let's just go with it. And then people started writing in like, hey, this is actually helpful. This is like useful information that I didn't know about like at all. I was not taught any of this, which was like super eye opening. And like, I don't know, it's it's weird to... It's weird to sit and think like the the content you put out on Twitch or YouTube or TikTok or whatever like can literally affect people's lives. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. We haven't gotten there yet, but I imagine that's pretty cool. I mean, with the content we create, <laughs> typically when we affect people's lives, it's in a very negative way. Like, I would say negative. Watch people watch us and go, "Oh man, I am just dumber for watching that." I mean, or they're like, "Huh." I never, I never heard that perspective on the Star Wars uh, trilogy before. You know, like you know, <laughs> these nerds. You know, like hot, uh, hot takes over at Mind Gap. Yeah, <laughs> hot takes, big time. No, that's really cool. I, because I, um, I feel like you know, sex is such a weird topic, right? Like I grew up mm -hmm. where my parents never gave me the talk. Um, yeah. I figured everything out. Um, I think I, at one point my mom was just like, always wear a condom. I think that's the most I ever got out of it. My dad never mentioned sex to me <laughs> once, ever. Um, so I'm just thankful uh, that I was careful and that, you know, I whatever. It just, it's one of those things that you just kind of stumbled through it, and I'm mm -hmm. thankful. Um, but at the same time, it's like, why is this so weird? Like, why can't we talk about 
You know, like why, yeah. why is it weird to, like, I, I have a daughter and she's five and I'm like, I, I'm going to have no problem talking to her about sex when she gets older. I'm like, yeah, listen, you're going to do it. I get it. It's yeah. fine. Just be safe. Be smart. Like, yeah, it's totally cool. That That's not going to be a weird conversation for me. You know, like I, I, I don't understand why do you think, or Justin, what was it like for you growing up? I mean, did you have a very intense and, and specific sex talk with your parents? <clears throat> Didn't have an intense and specific sex talk. Um, I, my parents were open to answering questions if I approached them with questions as best they could. Uh, you know, my, my I grew up uh, Catholic, so we definitely had a little bit of like, we don't talk about this too much, but we'll try to answer as best we can. Uh, my dad never had a problem talking to me about it um, uh, from his side, but it was never something that was, uh, it was never at the forefront of any sort of like, hey, we should probably talk about like prepping you for the rest of your life. It was never a a cognizant conversation that we uh, that we had. I wouldn't say that it was ever shied away from per se. So I feel thankful in that regard. I was always very curious, sexually curious though, as a kid. So like, I had questions that I never asked because I just didn't. Mm-hmm. I think I also held a stigma where I was like, I don't want to ask my mom and dad about this. This is, <laughs> I'll figure it out. I'll, we'll figure it out. You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm the, the same way though. Like, I, I guess I've never understood why it's such a taboo subject, specifically in American culture, because we seem great with, you know, violence, you know, to the, to the, the nines. But, uh, you know, we start talking about sex and whoa, 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 pump the brakes. You know, we can't, we can't get mm-hmm. into that realm. That's inappropriate. Um, I feel like religion and purity culture are the two main culprits for that. Um, religion has always pushed the narrative that you need to wait until marriage, and if not, you're a piece of shit sinner, uh, <laughs> the worst scum <laughs> in the universe. And so, if you even think about asking questions or talk about it you're you're just labeled a horrible person it's, yeah it's like it, i i don't understand like i just did a uh panel talking about purity culture and the effects of it and stuff um it started back in like the 1990s um a book was written that came out that basically redefined how dating and sex and all that kind of stuff should be handled uh with christianity or no uh evangelical christianity right something like that but um they they took it and ran with it and that included waiting till marriage slut shaming um basically like shaming people uh if if they were promiscuous um so it it caused a lot of people to be very quiet about it. I think to the point now where it's like such a taboo topic to even like bring up and talk about, like people look at you like you have three heads if you bring it up. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's so true. Like I've listened to some other podcasts where like comedians and whatever, they're just very open about like Mm -hmm. what they're, you know, like husband and wife are like, yeah, we had sex right before this show. And man, it was pretty wild. You remember you were like, you were blowing me. And I just, he just like, he's like, why won't you eat my ass? That's all I want. I want you to eat my ass. Like, I don't want to eat your ass. He's like, why not? It's my birthday. It's just like <laughs> how liberating just to be like, they're just talking about it. 
And mm-hmm. at first I'm like, oh, it's a joke. And I'm like, this joke has been going on a long time. I think he wants her to eat his ass. Like, I think he really wants mm-hmm. that to happen. And, um, you know, I, I'm just like, gosh, that's so nice because it's, you know, I remember, you know, growing up to like. Uh, ass eating. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Ass eating. So nice. Um, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, you know, growing up too, it's like, uh, you know, uh, t- at least where I grew up in rural Missouri, it was like, hey, what are you doing over there? Are you jerking off? No. And then at one point, it, it switches over. It's like, jerking off. You're like, goddamn right, I'm jerking off. Like, it's just totally, there's this shift of just like mm-hmm. you know, how that stuff changes. But the communication is definitely different. And that idea too of, you know, what is, you know, the double standard between men and women, right? Slut shaming mm-hmm. and, and the idea of, you know, men can be promiscuous, but women can't. And, and not only that, just going back to it too, how awful would it be? And if this has happened, I apologize, but I mean, how awful would it be to wait to have sex until you were married? And how much of a disaster, how much of a disaster die. would that be? Like both people would be horrible, just. Well, yeah, I I can't imagine the people that have waited until marriage to have sex like that to me it is just weird that is just <laughs> weird to me because i'm like would you buy a car without driving it first would you buy a house without doing a walkthrough first would you would you make any major decision in your entire life without <laughs> checking it first like what the hell what right but marriage the w- one thing you're supposed to have until like you die like you're supposed to be with them until you die and you're right. like nah We'll just wing it, thug it. Like what? <laughs> dinners, sure dinners, and kisses on the lips are good enough. All right, you can right. figure no. out enough. Oh, and it's like it's like no, because I I knew someone who, uh, who who met he met a, a woman. They were very like sexually compatible, except she wanted to have her ass eaten, and he was like, I don't think I can do that. And she goes, I think this is gonna have to end because I need that in this in this relationship like i need to have this happen and he was like mm-hmm. they just mutually split because they weren't sexually compatible like she needed to have that yeah. he's like ah, i'm not into that yeah. and that was it imagine if they'd gotten married and she was like right. i want yeah. you to do this he's like no and then you're married right and that, that's that's I a mean, deal breaker right fucking outsource it <laughs> <laughs> outsource like, it I'll, I'll do everything else bob get in here yeah come on <laughs> We need this part done, okay? <laughs> Bob, Bob yeah. the ass guy. <laughs> yes. That's amazing. Yeah, I definitely, um, you know, it's it's one of those things where I, I totally agree. Like, it's, you got to figure out what you like, you know, and finding people that are also compatible with that too and on the same page. It's so important. It's so important. It is super important. Um, um, yeah, people try to say that, like, I don't know, sex isn't that big of a deal in a relationship and stuff. I, sex is a really big deal in a relationship, especially if you're going to be with that person the rest of your life. Like, you better be firing on all cylinders in your sex life. I totally right. agree. <clears throat> well, I think it, it too, like, just that open, and it took a while, uh, for, for, um, it's, it can take a while for people to get comfortable with each other, even in, in a relationship like mm-hmm. that, to really be open and communicate with like good on that that person in that example that you said, Doug, for being able to openly communicate that because that could have been, you know, a very, very long life, you know, together with the wrong person. And, you know, to be able to to communicate in the bedroom and, and outside of the bedroom and say, like, here's here's what I need or I'd like to try this and to have that that safe space 
to to for the person to not judge you and go, yeah, let's give it a shot and see what this is and 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 figure more about yourself out, like learn more about yourself in that process. I think it's in it, it can't be overstated how invaluable that is to be with the person mm-hmm. that you feel that safe with. And that's a good point too, Justin. Like I've been married for uh geez, it'll be twelve years on Friday. Um and hey, Thanks. And uh, I mean, I've been I've yeah. I've been with my, I'm going to be 38 and I've been with my wife since I was 19. So, you know, oh, well, my God, I just realized now I'm I literally love spent half of my life with my wife. That's pretty cool. Wow. A little poem yeah. for you. So uh, but it, again, like I've obviously been with her for a long time, but it's it's taken time for me to kind of open up a little bit. I'm about as vanilla as it gets with sexual <laughs> appetites, man. I am. Pfft, boring and that's fine that suits me just fine i don't have anything Mm -hmm. that's super wild i'm pretty basic uh but even just like little things to be like you know um to ask for different things or to suggest different things like it took me a while to get there because i would feel i feel weird or i I would feel like ashamed or i'm like oh what if she Mm -hmm. you know what if she says no and she's gonna be like what's this guy (laughs) he's weird that he wants to do this and again it was nothing weird it's just i was all in my head about it um, mm-hmm. and I've gotten to the point now where I'm just like, no, I'm going to ask, Hey, let's do this. You know, she's like, cool, let's nope. do it. And I'm like, Oh, isn't that nice? Isn't that great? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's the isn't best. It, isn't that nice? It's nice, right? It's nice. It's nice guys, right? It's nice. It's yeah, nice. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, yeah. yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. Um, I, I was like my my long relationship I was kind of in the same boat and that like it's kind of like feeling your way around and kind of working through everything trying to figure out what you like but you don't like experimenting learning about stuff um so I, yeah I definitely went through those same phases as well it's it's to the point now where I I openly list that stuff on like dating apps and stuff because I don't want to go like I'm I'm not gonna be someone's teacher again. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not gonna right. drag I'm not gonna hold your hand and drag you through this shit again. Like either <laughs> either you're cool with it or you're not now. Right. <laughs> no, that's I think that's true. Like I, I think the idea of dating nowadays would just I'd be like, I think I'll just be alone. Like I don't know if I could <laughs> or that or I would just be like that. I'd be like, this is what I'm into. Let's not waste our time, right? Let's not yep. I'm at the stage in my life where I'm like, hey, I mean, let's, my time is very valuable. I don't want to waste your time. You don't want to waste my time. Let's just talk about it. If you're not into this, cool. We'll have a dinner. We'll have a coffee, whatever, and we'll we'll be on our merry way. You know, whatever. It's totally fine. No big deal. Um, and I, I think there's something very refreshing and, and freeing about the idea of like, this is what I'm into. Who's, who, who's with me, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there's, you say it's interesting. You say that you're at a point in your life where I think it's, it's really cool that the younger generation coming up behind us is just like naturally more open it's and so okay. open. And it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's, it's fucking great. It's like yeah. a superpower. <laughs> like, cause like you're, you're 38, like, like, and you just recently got there. Imagine if you had that kind of freedom. And that kind of like just from a young age, yeah. yeah, if you're like 18, you're like, yeah, I know what I want and I'm not going to waste time with it. What a difference. What a different mm-hmm. path you might have walked, you know? So, so interesting. So I, a lot of how we act growing up, uh, especially like with the shame and guilt around sex and 
it, it being a taboo talking about it and stuff is definitely correlates with how you were raised and how your parents handled sex and sexuality and handled those conversations if they if they shamed you about masturbating if they shamed you uh about i don't know a question you asked or uh like if sex popped up on the tv and they're like oh my god cover your like they treated like sex like it was right. the worst thing ever that shit sticks with you for a long time until you process that oh yeah yeah, yeah. i yeah. i distinctly remember being at a family gathering and dances with wolves was on and <laughs> the scene we must have been i mean the like the cousins y'all you have that cousin circle where you're all about the same age the cousins were probably like in the seven to ten range and that scene came on where, you know, where he biblically knows the woman. And uh, he, uh, <laughs> I just remember distinctly, like, the, the parents' hands out of nowhere. We were just, like, they were across the room. And it somehow, they just, the hands went right in front of the eyes. And we got yanked back as if we were being abducted. And, like, just, <laughs> yeah, just pulled it. We got bagged and gagged and pulled into another room. <laughs> Which had its own ramifications, um, but it, like, but I I still remember that. And like, anytime mm -hmm. something comes on TV, mentally I'm past it, but I definitely think there's but something you, there. You, like you, you still have that like twinge occasionally. Like yes, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I'm like again, I'm 37 and I'm married, and I every time it comes on, I have to look like I'm like. <laughs> Are people gonna think I'm watching porn? Like I don't know, people are Yeah. Like, exactly. Who's watching me right now? <laughs> I'm not into this. I'm not really into this. It's okay. No. Yeah. But like just imagine if you were raised in a household where when that type of stuff came up on TV, nobody reacted to it. Right. It was just right. Normal. Right. Like they they treated it like it wasn't a big deal. So you just grew up thinking, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Right. How man. I, like it's weird to sit and think about like how much different your interactions and shit growing up would have been. That's right. fucking great. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I specifically remember like you know, I'm so old. We used to tape things on the TV on VHS tapes, and uh, my mom would specifically like edit around like, like I remember specifically the movie Christmas Vacation in the beginning where Clark Griswold is going to buy some stuff at the department store and the woman he's working with was like showing him her thong. My mom like edited oh, around yeah. that. She stopped recording and when that was done, she started again. So when I see it, oh, he goes to talk God. and it just cuts and like they're leaving because that's how it was. Like it was one of those things where like, you can't watch this. And I, I you know years later, I was like, oh shit, this scene actually plays out. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Your you mom just- put effort into that yeah like, i was like oh i right? just see, i see an ass cheek it's like okay big deal like who cares but that's definitely the vibe it was like uh oh there's boobs in this part and it's it's just it's so just bananas and all it did was make me want to watch it more <laughs> it's forbidden fruit you know well yeah exactly exactly well um also like i i just thought of this because you were you were talking about movies but like the fact that sex and sexuality is treated worse than guns and death and gore and yes. like what right. <laughs> like something we literally evolved to enjoy as humans is considered worse than murder and gore and guns and drugs and shit okay yeah. all right that, that makes logical sense to me not it's so backwards <laughs> yeah it's bonkers george, george carlin had a great bit on that where he said he wants to take Anytime you use the word kill, just replace it with the word fuck. 
So like, he's like, how different would Westerns be? Like, all right, Sheriff, we gotcha. Now we're going to fuck you. And we're not going to fuck you quick. We're going to fuck you slow. And we're going to fuck you painfully. Like, I think that might like, be worse. Just, he goes, he goes see how good. you're all feeling right now? He goes, you should, we're talking about the act of lovemaking to this sheriff. And you want me to be talking about the act of murdering him. Like, yeah. like that's fucked up. Like, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. Yeah, I definitely, um, I, I also remember uh, <laughs> hanging out at one of my best friend's houses growing up. And we were watching, I was watching a movie with his dad. And there came a part, it was just, it was such a bonkers movie. Like, I would love to find it at some point. Because I don't even remember. All I remember was, there's a guy, there were bad guys. They, like, boiled his feet so he couldn't walk for, like, the last half of the movie. Um, but he, there's a sex Damn. scene like in it. And I remember like that scene came up with, with my friend's dad. My friend wasn't in the room. It's just me and my friend's dad. He's kind of like looking at me like he didn't know what to do. So he's like, he's like, I guess I'll fast forward. And as he's fast forward, he goes, I guess his uh, feet are working just fine now, aren't they? Uh, as he's like, <laughs> right, he's like on top in missionary style. He's like, I'm just watching it zoom by, which makes it even worse. Cause they're just moving faster and stuff. I'm like, yeah, yes. His, his feet are working. Uh, right. So that gave Doug a complex. He has to finish quick now, and it just completely <laughs> fucked him up. Gotta do it fast, you know. Yeah. Gotta do it fast. The race. There's no pleasure I in this. Win. Yeah. Yeah. I it's... Always win. <laughs> well, it's funny too, because and I, I don't know if this. I just heard these things. I'm not an expert, but but things like that. I, I think for so you've kind of talked about that too. That that kind of almost develops almost your sexual does it develop kinks and sexual preferences based on some of these things that have happened or is that am i i mean getting that can, completely wrong yeah. yeah definitely can um i i personally haven't like read any research on that but i i know that uh stuff that has happened in your childhood um can stick with you into adulthood and turn into kinks and stuff i mean we see it with mommy issues daddy issues that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I keep, uh, you know, where they, it uh, was, you know, having a daughter, it's like, you know, it's, it's, my wife is always like, Hey, she's going to learn a lot about the guys, you know, assuming she's, you know, uh, you know, uh, heterosexual, uh, or mm -hmm. whoever she dates, she's like, she, they're good. They're going to, she's going to model a lot of that off of you. So I'm like, great, cool. Extra pressure on top of trying to parent her, you know, <laughs> I was like, I just want to know what good humor is. That's my goal. I'm like, I want you to be funny. Be funny. Right. I want and, you to uh, be funny, and I want you to be able to, uh, at the drop of a hat, reference any of the Marvel movies perfectly. That's all I need. I'm wearing uh, an, I'm wearing this like Infinity Gauntlet shirt, and today at dinner, she goes, hey, those are the Infinity Stones on Thanos' gauntlet. I'm like, I'm doing a good job. High five. High five. One I'm of the only five-year-olds that knows the word gauntlet. Mm -hmm. Amongst other things. You should be proud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm very proud <laughs> i'm so proud of that that's amazing um but i kind of want to talk about kinks a little bit more and because I, I think that also based on just internet and people being more open i think we've just become more and more aware of different kinks that exist and um and how again normalizing them right the different things mm -hmm. that exist out there um i know bdsm used to be like the big ooh. <clears throat> You know that's that's the that's the the dark and dangerous community. But now, actually, one of our uh, fans in the chat accidentally ended up at a BDSM bar, and he was like, "Huh, this is kind of interesting." And it wasn't, you know, it's it's something that's so widely misconstrued 
as of you know what it is and and i just find it fascinating that there's these these things that exist out there and there's communities that are so supportive of each other that you know are able to uh oh i'm freezing mm -hmm. okay Oop. there we go sorry oh. <laughs> i was like I hey, my chest tightened up because two technical how, problems. This is how it began last time. <laughs> but uh, you know, there's a whole there's a whole community of, of folks with different kinks out there, and I think it's great that uh, you know these places exist where people can talk about them, explore them, and things of that nature. Um, I think your community is one of them for sale, and how you kind of allow that to happen. Uh, but what would you think is one of the most, based on your experience in your community, like what is the most misunderstood kink, or what is one of the most common things people misunderstand about kinks? Oh Lord. Um that's a good question. Uh one of the most misunderstood. Now it this definitely is not my personal thing, but this is a very heavily debated topic, even like in the BDSM like kink world, that kind of stuff. But uh I think it's like DDLG or something like that. Um, something like daddy, little girl, but basically it's like two consenting adults role playing the like dom daddy, little girl type of uh, mindset type of stuff. Um, some people view it as very kind of off putting, uh, and then that do it, um, view it as just role playing, just role playing with consenting adults. Um, so that one is very heavily heatedly debated. <laughs> I, I can see why that one would <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. yeah, it definitely like skirts the line. It's like, <laughs> eh. <laughs> I'll say as much. Like, not for me, you know. Not for yeah, me, not, you know. <laughs> not my cup of tea. You do you. I'm, yeah, I'm not shaming by any means. Yeah, it's right. Just, I'd. Uh, it skirts a line for me. Yeah. Well, I think that's something that, that Doug and I were talking off mic, or I think it was yesterday in the production meeting. We were saying, like, if it doesn't, if you're not hurting anyone, if it's two uh, consenting adults of legal age, uh, mm -hmm. you know, is, is, it, is it driving home, you know, and, and this is probably, I mean, this is obviously what is the debated part about this, but is it driving home a, uh, uh, you know, bad behaviors or is it is it reinforcing that kind of bad behaviors or is it just something that two adults are in agreement with you know like i guess where where would be the the danger in it i guess if it seeps out of that relationship into the real world i guess or i i would personally think it would seep out into the real world if they didn't have that outlet that's a fair point too yeah that's like a really good point. I, like same with um Kind of like porn and that kind of stuff. I I feel like now don't don't quote me on this. Uh, I'd have to search, but I think I remember something about like rapes over the years have fallen due to the plethora of free pornography that's available now. Like wow. in part, in part. Sure, sure. Well, Pornhub, <laughs> good job. <laughs> Don't don't quote me on that. Yeah, I, I would have to find. I the, mean, uh, have to find the article on that servicing again, but... your community. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it makes sense logically, right? Yeah, again, like statistics, yeah. you know, uh, pending mm -hmm. for that, but because that's you know, 
there's that always joke, right? Like, dude, you need to get laid, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, just, you know, you need to rub one out and just, you know, and having that stuff available, I mean, it is true, you know, I would, I, I it makes sense to me. I'd love, so I'm sure a scholarly article would be great to go along with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, right? Because pornography is a tricky one, right? Because mm-hmm. if you fall down the rabbit hole, it's a dark place to go. And that's the one thing I am concerned about with my daughter is just like, hey, uh, you'll probably have a smartphone at some point and I can't police, nor do I really want to police everything you look at. I do, <laughs> right. you know, like I don't really want to do that. Um, like what's these tentacles? I'd be like, ah, okay. Ah, hentai, gotcha. Um, well, here's the thing. It's like, dad, there's this movie with the squid. I want to go see it. I'm like, ah, there yeah, it is. Nope. Absolutely not. What's this 20,000 <laughs> leagues out of the sea movie all about? I'm like, ah, it's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I uh, it's it's I don't want to police that stuff, but it's also like, I think like most things, right? You 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 you, you slap a, a like an R-rated movie, someone who's under mm-hmm. seventeen or whatever the appropriate age is for that. I forget what it is. They could probably watch it and be okay, right? It's just kind of a standard thing. Just like someone could read a more advanced book and understand it better than other people. Yeah. The so. same thing with like sex. Like I saw my first porn when I was in seventh or eighth grade and it was pretty intense and it really messed with me i remember feeling just physically gross for like two or three days after watching it um because i'd watched softcore porn up to that point and there's a big difference between softcore porn you watch on showtime and cinemax at night yeah yeah. Very big difference. And uh, yeah. regular those, old porno. squiggly lines. Yeah. You hope they line up at the right moment. Yeah. Yeah. The the passion and the uh, staged nature of the uh, softcore, very different from the visceral porno uh, <laughs> that I watched where I was like, ha ah, that's yeah, wild. Sure. So I think being able to put that stuff into context and understand it, because also I knew plenty of morons I grew up with who's like, this is what sex is. You gotta shove three oh, fingers fair. in in the in the girl and she loves it. It's like no, no. <laughs> you no. know, this and, is for show. You ask your partner what they like. Exactly. And see how hard is that to have that conversation, right? Right. And right. I think that's that's the that is the uh, important conversation out of all of like, that's the key one to have is that you're gonna see this stuff and it's okay if you enjoy it, mm-hmm. but don't apply this. It's the same. Like again. You're going to watch the Avengers. None of that applies to real life. Like, uh, you're not going to go out and you're well, not going to shoot. Him. Well, I All mean. Right. Relax. <laughs> hey, I don't want to Hulk out here, okay? I don't want to Hulk out here, all right? Right. But I'm um, saying, like, you, it's, it's, it's watching a film or it's watching a piece of what you could call art or any, whatever, however you want to approach it. It's fiction. And you've got, yeah. I think that's the important conversation, the distinction to make when when a kid's you're having this discussion with them yeah mm-hmm. yeah exactly um i've heard horror stories of people talking about like yeah I, I don't know what he was doing but uh he was using this weird position on me and then i finally figured it out it was he was he was using a position he saw in a porno this is a story uh one of the panel panel members told uh he was using a position that he saw in one of the pornos and in the pornos they they like the positions that angle well for the camera he was doing it at an angle for a non-existent camera 
because that's what he saw in porn. I'm like, oh, oh no, come on, what the fuck? <laughs> that's that's when I learned that when I read like an article, it's like, hey, just so you know, like it's it's not gr- like this is hard work like being in pornos yeah. because like, well that's that's one of those reasons like you're in really uncomfortable positions so that the camera mm-hmm. can see like you got to yeah. get that reverse master of that asshole you know to make sure that the editing sequence <laughs> makes sense you know right you know, so you know me. where they're at right exactly you're like well yeah. hey this is continuity doesn't match up at all you know like but mm-hmm. also the part two like i think they interviewed um a female uh at, uh porn star and she's like you don't realize how absolutely exhausting it is to do like blowjob scenes because she's like you're doing it and your your mouth is getting tired it's getting sore and then before you know it like you can't keep it open as much so you're grinding your teeth on this dude's dick and they're like can we wrap this up because i'm kind of like this isn't this isn't really working right now like i'm really tired and (laughs) you know kind of getting a peek into that and you're like oh right this is a performance like this is entertainment (laughs) with a very specific ending and purpose in mind but it is you know which personally those kinds of videos don't really do it for me because i'm like right i'm like it's too performative yeah, the ones that are staged yeah. that are professional and blah blah blah. I'm like, this does nothing for me. I'd rather see amateur, like, uh, yeah, like yeah. So- someone that actually has some like passion and they're going at it and they actually are enjoying it. <laughs> that <laughs> brings me enjoyment. Same. Not watching two people in pain. <laughs> it's. <laughs> huh. Yeah, Look you like that? that? Yeah. <laughs> Look at that muscle fatigue. They are really tired. Oh my goodness. But yeah, when that's an interesting thought. Like, when did it shift from that, hey, I got the extra sausage pizza you ordered? Like, <laughs> I'm here to clean your pipes. When did it shift from that being the norm to more of the because any like it it everything is saturated right now with the reality-based videos, right? So mm-hmm. when did that shift from that? staged very performative uh you know look to a more and i use air quotes for those listening on the actual podcast reality based uh you know look because i feel like i feel like most people are probably in the same camp for sale Mm -hmm. um i would say honestly with the rise of social media people realizing that uh they could get in on the sex work themselves uh and then especially with only fans here recently it's really yeah. really exploded i think that is one of the coolest things like only fans like it's just scrolling through twitter and just seeing people that have only fans i was like that's so fucking cool like mm-hmm. this is so cool that people and even on pornhub to a certain extent it's like you know People who are verified get a portion of the ad revenue and stuff like that that goes through. I'm like, this is because Damn. I, I'm a big proponent of disrupting the traditional establishment in industries. Like, mm-hmm. I love seeing the music industry just sort of capitulate <laughs> in the early 2000s <laughs> with Napster. Um, I'm really curious about what's happening with the movie theaters right now and streaming services because things are established just because they've been established and people just follow these rules and there's these gatekeepers and there's all these things because that's just the way it's always been done. I think obviously the internet changed a lot of this stuff because it was less of, I have to go buy a, go to a store to buy this thing or whatever, and then bring it home to it's like, it's on your computer. 
And then yep. again, like sort of like the gates, the all those sort of ways, sort of like there's now thousands of gates for people to get into the end user. It's sort of like the long tail theory, right? Like a lot more things, a lot more garbage along with it. But at the same time, there's a lot more access and then it's refined itself. And I think people got to the point where like, I don't necessarily want to see a plot. I mean, for some of those things, it's there. It's exciting. Like, huh, I got stuck in the dryer. You know, like that's what people need to see. But, you know, bro, come help me out. Step brother, come help me out here. Um, but... It's one of those things. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, one of those, <laughs> it's one of those things where that works for some people. But I don't think people really want to see like the hour and a half. Like, man, is Debbie really right. gonna get around Dallas or what? Like, what's right. going on here? It's just like, Wait. no, we just want to see the sex, you know? Right? Who who here has ever like I don't know when <laughs> when most recently have you sat and just watched an entire form from beginning to end without <laughs> skipping to the scenes that you like? <laughs> Great question. Right. <laughs> no, Never. Right. <laughs> they landed on this alien spaceship. How are they going to get out? Oh, wow. Fuck their way out. That's that's how they do it. You know, this computer needs love too. They got to start it up somehow. They have to generate something. You know, some sort of, of power to get out this planet. <laughs> question for sale. In the future, uh -huh. let's face it. Anytime someone go. invents something, you know, like we recently just covered how. Uh, there's the, uh, I think it was Hanson Robotics is releasing uh, an AI, a robot for folks mm -hmm. in the pandemic. The idea that it's it's got, it's essentially, it's a uh, it's an advanced chatbot is really what it is. But they're putting in, they're offering them for to put them in people's homes so they can have someone to communicate with because, you know, some people just don't have one to talk to. And I was like... And it, it looks scarily human. Sophia is the name of the robot. And she yeah. made the rounds earlier last year and all the talk shows and everything. Yeah, oh, um, there's definitely yeah. an Uncanny Valley thing going on there with it, but it specifically says at the bottom of the article, just so you know, this is not built for nah, sexual pleasure. <laughs> but I was like, let's face it, someone's oh, gonna be going, that. someone's gonna be going into, <laughs> <laughs> someone's gonna be going into the hospital with their dick in this thing's robotic mouth, <laughs> right? <laughs> because they're like. I don't know what happened. Like it's it's going to happen. Like how was I supposed to know there were gears in there? Like ah, it's just whatever. Um, I've also seen things where people have there's like it, just heads of for people to work on dentistry, right? Like an oral hygiene, and oh, it reacts. Yeah, yeah. It reacts oh, to like if people do it, and people are like, you know, people are putting their dicks in there, like without a doubt. You know, it's it's happening. So my question to you, as we progress into, I mean, we've got you know, there's flashlights, there's all sorts of things. At what point do you think it changes the game if there's like a robot, an AI, something of that nature, something very physical that takes place? How do you think that will affect relationships? Do you think it's something that will detract from it? Or do you think it's something that could, I don't know, we will learn to live with it? Will it enhance? What do you think? Hmm. That's a good question. I, I know there are already out uh vr stuff so there's vr porn and then there's also vr devices that sync up with the vr headset that syncs up with the porn that you're watching so there's already that kind of stuff which i i feel like the the bots and the vr stuff is going to be good for single people or those not really wanting relationships um too busy or what whatever the case may be um i I don't know. I've not really thought about like bringing a robot into a relationship. Like maybe, maybe if they, 
I could see it if like let's say the the couple wanted to have a threesome but they didn't want the messiness of bringing in a wow. third party and, and negotiating those boundaries and STI testing and all that kind of stuff boom bring in a bot now you got a threesome anytime you want it <laughs> that's a really good point just pull pull it out of the closet or out from under the yeah. bed and you're good to go yeah come on Sophia <laughs> <laughs> It's hey, date Sophia. night, Sophia. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, here's another. Going back Sophia to what we were talking about earlier. If if one party does not want to eat out the other party's asshole, now you got a butt bot, right? There it you go. Comes, Boom. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Bob the butt bot. Genius. <laughs> All right, it's time. Bring up Bob the butt bot. <laughs> Slotty goes, let's not do PvP tonight. Let's just play the AI. <laughs> Us versus the AI tonight. Let's go. <laughs> oh, God. No, I, because I, I mean, they, they, there's like, you know, the sex doll industry is absolutely booming and just the stuff that they're making these days. I'm like, it's inevitable. It's going to come to a point where there's some sort of advancement in that regard. And there's, there's an ongoing joke I love from the show Robot Chicken from years ago where someone uh there's this doctor's like and here's this machine it will do all these things and someone raises their hand in the background they're like can you fuck it the guy i'm sorry what he's like can you fuck it he goes no and everybody goes Bruh! and they all leave and like that's the end of the sketch because like that's like well fuck this. without a doubt that's what people are automatically being like i mean yeah can you fuck it that's always the question and I, i'm curious because in a committed relationship if someone's like I just want to, maybe you don't own it, but maybe you go to the local, I don't know, robot brothel or whatever. It's like, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, put in my, my money and, and have sex with this robot thing. And I think this goes back to probably what we were originally talking about. Is I, I'm sure that depends on the relationship too, with what's there, because is that cheating? Is that masturbation? You know, it gets pretty complex in that regard. And mm -hmm. I'm curious, and obviously we're not going to have this tomorrow, but stuff like this I think will gradually come into place but I'm just curious what what that would do I obviously there'll be resistance to it without a doubt right out the gate oh, yeah. but you know yeah. but then you also have to consider too that if if depending on how advanced the AI is do you need to get consent from the AI to be in that relationship as well at what point does the AI cross the threshold I mean Sophia already has like what is it rights in Saudi Arabia which is pretty fucked up considering most women in Saudi Arabia don't have rights. Yeah, right. So, uh, there's that. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. The women, women are like, what the fuck? They're like, this, <laughs> this garbage chatbot has rights and we don't. <laughs> this is some bullshit. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's, that's a fair point, right? Like, at what point... <laughs> Well, that, that goes across the board in a lot of ways, but I mean, this is basically how the Matrix started, right? AI was mm -hmm. created, humans are like, let's fuck this, and they're like, no, right. we're real, we have feelings, like, we don't want to do yeah. this, and war. I think that was covered in the, the, obviously the Wachowskis didn't put that in the film, I think that was covered in the ancillary uh, comic book material. Well, it's actually in the Animatrix. Yeah. Matrix Origins? Animatrix is what it's called, Justin. Okay. Read a fucking book, alright? Just do that for me, do ah. me a favor. Read a book. Wasn't that a show, though? Read a book. Okay. okay cool. <laughs> I got it. Jeez. I got it. Sorry. My bad. Jesus. I apologize. Know. You just, you're always just God like. damn it. You're always Tom just. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise without shoes, ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's not Tom Cruise. <laughs> nope. I beg to differ. So does Tom. 
Yeah, uh, Kit Kat Marie says there was a manga anime series that came out in the early 2000s based around this. Yeah. Uh, oh, interesting. Was it the Animatrix? I'm being serious there. I really am. Or is it was was that like a separate series altogether <laughs> about that? Because that's, that's fascinating because that's where we're going at some point is this the idea of the AI, which we had a guest on. It's like, by the way, AI is already here. It's in your pocket all the time. It's your phone. Yeah. Um, but the idea that that's going to progress and how that can help and also hinder. Because uh, I also, I don't know. VR, um, porn. Do you see either? You guys see a situation where like that could potentially mess you up. Like, is that does that lead to expectations or sensations? To, or if you don't get that, I mean, are you are you guys concerned about that at all? I don't think so. Like, uh, no more so than m masturbation. I mean, as long as you're using like one of the the devices they provide, I don't think it's really going to mess with like your sensitivity or anything like that um whereas if you masturbate profusely you can like uh make your private area like less sensitive because <laughs> it gets and and you train your body to get used to that like sensation or get used to your technique so then it makes it very difficult to get off with other people so um i don't know as long as there's like devices that are used for that instead of your hand and maybe like variable techniques and stuff maybe it should be all right but yeah if it's the same thing over and over i've i would worry it's probably going to run into the same lines as uh masturbation and like you getting used to that sensation well, and then making it difficult with partners i suppose that would be on the user then to vary which video they're watching like if you go back to this you know the v same vr video using mm -hmm. that stuff and you're watching the same scene play over and over again that I probably would fall into the same realm as as desensitizing based off of masturbation. All right. Nope. Yeah. So key is you just got to watch a lot of different VR porn and you're good. <laughs> I guess just watch a few amounts. <laughs> I guess the other thing I'd say too is do you think there'll become a point where technology will evolve to the point where masturbation will be better than sex. Does that already exist? I'd say it's already like that for some people just because they have run into bad partners for a long time. Um, so they're, they're like, All right, fuck it, I can just do it better myself type of mentality. Um, I mean, masturbation can be... I don't know. No, it's it's completely different. Like... I don't know you you have a whole nother person especially if it's like that passionate you're both vibing you're both like in the moment into each other type it's hard to get that with like masturbation or porn or anything like that like it's a completely different feeling and sensation mentality everything i agree yeah i think and i mean i think the hard part with porn too is that if you don't have like notifications turned off and all of a sudden you're getting like a your mom sent you something on Instagram. Ah, fuck. Well, <laughs> damn it, ma. ma. Damn it, ma. I'm busy. <laughs> it's 1.30 on a Tuesday. You know what I do. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm in a meeting. <laughs> You're a sinner. You're a sinner, Captain. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... I agree, I, like... I that's, that's a good point, though, with, like, it, it depends on the... It's, it's, it's really on the individual, probably. Like, yeah. if, if, if they've had, you know horrible experiences with partners and stuff then yeah it's obviously gonna it's gonna skew them one way you know if you wait until 
if you wait till marriage to have sex for the first time, masturbation is probably the best thing in the world because uh, it probably didn't go well. And <laughs> this is all I know. That's all I know. Um, real quick, I just want to bring up something. Too. Are you familiar with uh, the stuff that's been going on with Army Hammer? And his and his stuff with uh, that. First of all, are you familiar with Army Hammer, the actor? No. He played mm-hmm. the he played the Lone Ranger. Uh, he was also the uh, was it the Winklevoss twins in the Social Network uh, Facebook movie. Um, he's been in a slew of stuff. Relatively, I don't know, good looking dude, actor, whatever. Um, so what was it? That was a he's week like an ago. A minus list actor. There you go. Not quite A list. Not quite B list. Yeah, but he's yeah. done some stuff. He recently, I was a couple weeks ago, like there was some uh, chats or DMs that were leaked of him. Uh, some conversations he's had. Why well, it's severely one-sided. It's more or less just him talking. And he has a what appears to be a cannibalism uh, fetish or kink where he um, imagines eating the other person in particular. And, and some of his uh, messages are pretty... Uh, Pretty aggressive, uh, to to say the the least. Uh, I mean, I think if I remember, the least. one of the excerpts was, uh, you know, I just want to like, you know, slice off a part of your flesh, cook it, and oh, eat it, and then, you know, no. you know, uh, watch That's the just... the blood run down my face, and then use the blood as blood as lubricant while I fuck you, and you know, all sorts of stuff like that. Um, since that's been really? released, um, right. He's lost. He's, look, he's, he's he's practicing writing his romantic prose. Yeah, it's uh, it's a poetry thing. He's going to be releasing a coffee table book later. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's going to have cool pictures. Um, yep. But, <laughs> but I, uh, I I was that part was fake. <laughs> <laughs> just in case. Just in case. Yeah. Um. But I was I was listening to uh, another podcast where a couple of comedians were breaking this down. They called a mistress to basically be like, "Hey, are you familiar with this this kink, this cannibalism kink?" And she's like, "Is he the one getting eaten, or are they the ones, or, or is he the one that's eating people?" Because she's like, "I've had you know clients who prefer to like have me talk to them, like they're locked up in a cage and they want it very adequately described how she's going to like cook them and eat them. And like, that's their jam. Um, but she's never heard of it where he's like, I want to eat you. And here's in very, like, you guys can't see for sales face. It's, it's pretty horrified right now. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know if this is something, you know, Bro, you'd run across. <laughs> okay. So like, I, <laughs> I, I don't like kink shaming, but <laughs> I, but there's an extent, right? There's an extent like that crosses a line for me. That is out there. That is some out there type shit. It's not my mm-hmm. jam and Metronome goes more like they would be her jam on toast. I was like, very oh, funny. <laughs> mm. Old fashioned heathen goes, so what I'm hearing is he's single. <laughs> well, well I, he I, is now. He wasn't, but you know. Because I, I look at that as like, again, that's pretty far out there, right? You know, we talked about like with daddies, daddies and littles. You know, yeah. that is a little uncomfortable for some folks and this goes beyond that and um because i I think the and my my thing is like is is this only a fantasy 
does this just stop there? Like, is this, right. you know, we're talking about fantasizing about killing people, you know? And so I, I, I would say before I read this other article a couple of days ago that it was most likely a fantasy, but I read about, I don't know if you're aware, but there's a whole industry on the back end of uh, donating your body to science. Uh, including, I, don't like where this I was like, I was like, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> including that your body can be used for military blast testing, can be hacked up and sold off for parts for various doctor presentations or scientific science classes and that kind of stuff. So you can be chopped up and sent wherever. In the article, that during the investigation, because this was on Reuters, Reuters investigates. Um, you can look it up on there, the body trade. Uh, they ordered some parts and pieces and got shipped at, like with very little effort. Very little effort. Hmm. So, hmm. Uh, seeing the recent posts about like cannibal kinks and shit, and now reading that article, I'm like, bro, no. <laughs> No, I was like, oh. "Where's the story going?" I'm waiting for like, you know, they could be blast test. I'm like, "Okay, what's the third thing he's gonna say?" It's like blast test. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, necrophilia. Like, oh no, that's not. Uh, it's not what I'm into. Um, but I suppose here's the thing: if you donated your body to to be used for whatever, you know, if if it comes to, and this is just me playing devil's advocate and just kind of test, seeing how you guys feel about this. If there's a way to safely act out this fantasy, find your gratification with it without harming anyone. And it is through this, this ordering of body parts who people have donated, uh, you know, maybe for this is that, does that make it better? Does that, does that take the worry I'm, out of it, you know? Like, I shouldn't have to sit there and think about if I'm donating my body to science, is, is my finger going to be shoved up some guy's asshole and then eaten later? <laughs> as, as, as my dying, like, as my <laughs> final contribution to society. <laughs> but think about all the I'm good gonna... you'll be doing for that one guy, man. I mean, come right? on. I'm going to sign this paper. Living but... his best life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I personally no. wouldn't care. Oh. I personally wouldn't care because I'd be dead. I'm oh. like, whatever, man. Wow. I'm like, whatever. I, I, I don't want to be buried or whatever. I want to be cremated anyway. So whatever. If you want to throw my ashes on your body because that makes you feel good, whatever. It's fine with me. But in typical, I'm like, when I'm dead, whatever you want to do, man. It's uh, fair I'm gonna game. I'm going to remember that. I... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I have one goal: outlive Doug. And That's then a very this body. ominous, <laughs> ominous thing to say. <laughs> We're good oh, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Love you too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I need to outlive you. Why? It's Don't a secret. It. It's a secret. You'll never know. Slotty <laughs> <laughs> says a very different weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, very much so. 
Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. um, so there, go ahead, please. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, there's another, there's another uh, kind of kink that I've heard a lot of people speak of recently, and I wanted to see if you guys had heard about this. Uh, if, I, if I'm remembering what it's called correctly, it's... Welcome to the Throwdown. It's a kink called the Throwdown. <laughs> well played, Justin. Well played. <laughs> Thank you. Seamless transition, as always. I, right? I don't pay attention all show. I just look for that one opening. That's all I do. <laughs> Phone it in the rest of the time. Um, all right, Douglas. In honor of our esteemed guest, please give us our throwdown. All right. Our throwdown this week is Sue Johansson versus Dr. Ruth. <laughs> Excitement fills the air. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't know, Sue Johansson and Dr. Ruth, Dr. Ruth Westheimer, they're, uh, they are um, little old ladies who talk about sex all day. <laughs> you can find them on OnlyFans. Uh, they've got great, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, most people have probably heard of Dr. Ruth. Uh, the three of us, along with most of you, probably have no idea who Sue Johansson is. Uh, just know that she is uh, she's Dr. Ruth's counterpart from that's, Canada. That's all it is. From, from, from Canada. Am I right? <laughs> so uh, let's see here. What do we got here? Uh, some well, some old background. fashioned heathen comes out strong saying, Sue, I would <laughs> I totally subscribe to her OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> we got one Sue Johansson fan in the house. So apparently, like, so Sue Johansson, you know, uh, recorded a very popular but uh, show. It was called, the U.S. version was called the Sunday Night Sex Show. It's actually it re renamed Talk, Talk Sex with Sue Johnson. Um, there you go. And she, it ran and she would say, it talked about sexual life, love and relationships, call-in segments, included live calls. This is basically like Loveline. Hmm. Uh, talking about all sorts of stuff. And uh, Dr. Ruth... Here's the thing about Dr. Ruth. Dr. Ruth is a trained sniper. Nope, done. I think we, I think that's, that's very, very important. Okay. Uh, she, uh, she's four foot seven and she was trained as a scout and a sniper in Jerusalem. <laughs> Come on. There's no. <laughs> she, of this experience, she said, her. she said, she I never. literally fucked you up. I never, <laughs> I never <laughs> killed anybody, but I know how to throw hand grenades and shoot. <laughs> That sounds like something that someone who someone who has killed someone would say. Right? I think she's got secrets. Oh, Slotty says, someone. I remember Sue from Public Access TV at like 3 a.m. in the early 2000s. So needless to say, pretty popular. <laughs> so, uh, Justin, how, how are they meeting? Like, how, how are Sue and Dr. Ruth, like, what's the, what's the scenario in which these two decide to throw down in their arena of choice? Sure. So they are both, uh, they both got booked as keynote speaker for a sex, uh, fest, um, <laughs> a sex forum, a sex conference. Happening. Thank you. That's the word I was probably sex looking for. Sex fest. <laughs> I'll tell you what. No. <laughs> sex fest. I'm sticking with it. Go back here. Sex fest. Right. So they were both. <laughs> 
Welcome to 2021. We got... <laughs> yeah, two keynote speakers is better than one. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, they were. <laughs> They were uh, they were both uh, they were overbooked uh, two keynote speakers at the same sex fest and they both meet backstage and they're like well what are you doing I'm supposed to go on and Dr. Ruth is like I was the one who was uh, scheduled for this and then uh, Dr. Sue's like oh I'm sorry eh, but I'm gonna go on you know and so <laughs> they're they're just like they're oh, at each other's <laughs> oh eh? um they're it, it's getting pretty heated backstage and. Uh, they got to figure out who's going out. One's going out. One's going in a body bag. So, Susan, Sue is. Are they both like? They're both. All right. So Sue is ninety. Oh. Ruth. Uh, Ruth is older. Ruth is ninety-two. Yeah. So Ruth the question is, older, is: She's a sniper. Does that she's still equate to being at ninety-two? You know. Oh, you she don't know how to throw shit. grenades. <laughs> she's German. <laughs> she's like. She's the full package, man. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. I mean, I just, I gotta, I gotta go with the military experience, you know, like, you know, I mean, like I I I wrestled, I wrestled for a few years. I feel like while I'm not as good as I was that those techniques still exist in my brain. I trained on them for a long time. I may not be able to fully execute a double leg takedown, but I know how to do it. And if someone did something I would naturally know how to re- I'm, I'm like performing it right now I'd look I'd go under like this keep the body tight you know I'll say mm. this if you look just google image search Sue Johansson uh and oh, if if you're all looking at the same ones I am third third in from the left on the top row she's flexible I she might I don't know she might be able to do some damage <laughs> you see what I'm saying Oh, I forgot about Sue. Holy crap. Now that I see her, I think that makes so much more sense. How tall is Sue? But here's, I don't know, man. I, I, I say Dr. Ruth, <laughs> she's, she's small. She's scrappy. I think she's there. Okay. If you, if you Google her and you scroll down, there's a picture of her in front of a wall of guns. I'm giving it to that lady. Like there's, there's no question. You gotta. I mean, like, what's what's what is Sue gonna do? Apologize her way out of it? Right. I, sorry, sorry, Here's, sorry, eh? sorry, oh, sorry. Oh. There's way more pictures of Sue holding a dildo than Dr. Ruth, though. So, hold on, if that Let's counts for anything, Dr. Ruth. I love Jared goes. Of course, you Americans assume the gun lady would win, wouldn't you? Right. Hey, look, they didn't work against the emus in Australia, so he has his reservations about how effective guns are. Yeah, right. (laughs) I mean, she will, but it's still very American. (laughs) Thank you, Jared. (laughs) Yeah, thank you, question mark. (laughs) Yeah, I think think she's going to know where all the pain points are. She's been trained, right? She knows where those weak points are. I think she's going to be able to exploit them, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's got to be Dr. Ruth. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think it'll go Dr. Yeah. Ruth. Yeah, Dr. Ruth, we got to go. Dr. Ruth! <laughs> nice. Excellent. Oh, for Ooh, sale. This was thanks. so much fun, man. Thanks so much for hanging out with us and chatting with us. This was wonderful. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. It was a blast.
Uh, so this is the part of the show where we like to give uh, you know our guests the opportunity to again like anything you want to promote. If there's any shows, movies, music, anything you want to recommend as well that you think people should check out, books, anything like that, the floor is yours, my friend. Sure. Um. So definitely pop by on Thursday on Twitch. We do the talk show Collective Thoughts. It's a sex positive talk show talking about sex relationships, dating topics. Any questions you have, any advice you may want, anything like that, you can submit it. Uh, you can pop by pretty much my Twitch channel anytime. Type exclamation point question in chat. It'll pull up the anonymous link for you. So you can submit questions anonymously and then uh, I'll add it to that week's uh, discussion panel. Um, the weekend or no i'm sorry the thursday before valentine's day uh i'm either trying to put together a couples panel or a dating panel i'm trying to figure out which one to go with here um so keep an eye out for that i'm looking for people to participate in that so if you like doing that type of stuff uh definitely hit me up uh outside of that on the 13th uh which i think is sunday maybe uh, i think it's saturday saturday okay so saturday the 13th so valentine's day is on sunday saturday the 13th starting around seven o'clock p.m eastern standard time in discord uh we'll be having kind of like a uh just kind of like a get together uh we'll have different performances and demonstrations going on including uh bdsm rope tying bdsm like flogging uh bdsm electricity uh, we'll have some adult like pole dancing going on. We'll have uh, EDM flow dancing going on, like all kinds of stuff, uh, including like DJ music. And uh, it's just a good chance for you to come out, experience that kind of stuff, like see and learn about it because you can ask questions and you get to know the community and you get to like let loose and just have fun with everybody because uh, COVID's going on. <laughs> can't exactly go out and party right now <laughs> that's really cool though i love that you did something similar yeah. for thanksgiving didn't you yeah mm -hmm. thanksgiving and then uh halloween that's awesome yep. nice. that's cool so if people want to find your discord they can check that out at your twitch channel or how, yep. how can they find their way to your discord um, yep. Uh, let me grab a link. Do you mind if I put a link? By all in? means, it might get okay. it might get automatically flagged. So, uh, yeah. But uh, if it does, I'll have uh, I'll have one of our mods just go ahead and make it make it so. Uh, but at the very least, we'll also uh, we'll we'll put it out there in the universe as well. So, oh yeah, you all can find it. Super cool. That's awesome, man. That's really cool. You all should definitely go check that out. Um, I think that uh, that's a really cool opportunity just to meet. For sales amazing community and just hang out get to chat with people i think that's that's really really cool um and also don't forget just to check out for sale wednesday through saturday as he streams at twitch.tv slash for sale 18 is that correct mm -hmm. for sale 18 and then uh if you have tiktok for sale 18 on there as well fantastic that's awesome uh justin what do you have uh, to recommend this week uh, I started watching at lunch today. Um, the Little Things, I think it's called. Ah, I've also yeah, watched the that. Things. Uh, on HBO, it's the new Denzel, Rama Malik, and uh, Jared Leto. Um, it is so far really cool. Um, just a real good cop, gritty thriller drama thing. Um, 
if you're a fan of any one of those individuals, you'll like this movie. Um, it's it's very very good. Um, and then um, oh god, I had something else and I lost it. I don't know, Doug. What do you got? <laughs> Uh, I've also seen Little Things, enjoyable movie. Uh, I also highly recommend The King of Staten Island, uh, featuring uh, Pete Davidson, Bill Burr, Marissa Tomei. It's a phenomenal Judd Apatow movie. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Really, really, really good. It's streaming on HBO Max right now, so absolutely check that out. It's it's a phenomenal film, so it's absolutely great. Um, yeah, go ahead, for sale. Um so I just remembered. So we watched a movie this past weekend called In and of Itself on Hulu. The only catch is you can't look up anything about it beforehand. You can't watch trailers. You can't read anything about it. Nothing like that. Just go watch it on Hulu. Okay. And I promise you it is like hmm. one. I, it is super, super, super good. And it, it it's only like an hour and a half long. That's That's it. But In and of Itself, it is uh, it's a movie that gets you thinking. Wow. Amazing. Okay, so it's called In and of Itself? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Mini Marcus says you must watch it. Okay. All right. I like that. That's so good. Uh, also, well, I gang. I forgot to add, too. Yeah. Uh, Haig went and saw The Marksman. Um, right. In, in theaters, and he said Ooh. it was uh, definitely a recommend. Uh, go see if you're comfortable going to the theater or wait till it comes on streaming, but definitely watch it. Uh, he he thought um, Chris Charles's explanation of it did it justice, and he uh, he liked it. So yes, very cool. I love it. I'm so glad. That's it. <laughs> Good, uh, gang. Don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at MindGap Podcast. Uh, don't forget to follow us also on our YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe there. We post full episodes as well as highlights from our streams there. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch. Twitch.tv/MindGapPodcast for all uh, your wonderful entertainment needs. We stream our podcast live on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Central, and we do video game streams Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central as well. So don't forget to come out this Saturday, February the 6th, as we head back into Dungeons & Dragons, the fantasy board game. Uh, It'll be great. It'll be a good time. And Justin also exists digitally as well. That's right. On Instagram and Twitter, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, uh, or not iTunes anymore, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all those things. Share, subscribe, like, rate, review. Uh, the big one is sharing. If you can copy the link, send it out, and say, hey, check these knuckleheads out. You'll like them. Uh, that means a lot to us. And then 2east8th.com slash mindgap, and then just keep an eye on all 2east8th stuff for new news and exciting events. Wonderful. Once again, for sale. So thankful to have you here. This was wonderful talking to you. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Uh, And everyone, please go check out For Sale 18's Twitch channel, all of his cool stuff. He's doing good stuff out there. And uh, Justin, I'd also like to say thank you. Douglas, thank you so much. Uh, Twitch, I'd like to say thank you. And listeners, a big thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.